There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Intefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Intefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. I am preaching three sermons in one. Hallelujah. Amen. And at the end of my message, I'm going to pray for the sick. If you are here and you are sick in your body, get ready. You will not leave the, the service with your sickness. If you know anybody who is sick with at home, let them know that they must come. Because the healing Jesus is here. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Shall we pray? Father, thank you for another opportunity to be in your presence. We love you. Amen. Now, Zino. the first message I'm talking about is many are called. Many, many are called. Lift up your right hand. Say thank you dear Jesus for calling me, for calling me to, work for you to work for you in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Many are called. Matthew chapter 22 and verse 14. Matthew 22 verse 14. Matthew chapter 22 and verse 14. Matthew 22 verse 14 cast green. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 For many are called, but few are chosen. But many are called, and few are chosen. Matthew chapter 20 and verse 16. Matthew 20 verse 16. Matthew chapter 20 and verse 16. Matthew 20 verse 16. So the last will be the first. And the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Now, brothers and sisters, it is very, very important for us to understand that we have been called to work for the Lord. The mistake that most church members make is that they feel that only the pastor is called and only the few pastors are called 
to do the work of God. But for him of his own the mufunzi na bafunzi bane balabo mutinga ndi bone bobizobezi with amshumba. But God has called many people. Mara mudzimo obiza abantu banji. And that is why you are alive. Ndingaso bona bakochira. In Matthew chapter 9 and verse 37. Kamatheo 9 verse 37. Jesus said that the, the harvest is plenteous. Yeso ari kanondikuru kana ndinji. But the laborers are few. Mara bashumi bone anji. Pray ye therefore verse 38 to the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth more laborers into his work. So God is looking for many workers. As we are entering this new vision of planting more churches, growing large congregations, taking the, the gospel beyond the borders of Ramondo, beyond the borders of Atoyando, and pressing on to other areas, it is very important for many of us here to give us our lives, give us our jobs, give up our businesses, give up what we are doing, and join the army of workers to work for the Lord Jesus Christ. This there's a question that God wants you to answer. There's a question that God wants you to answer. Especially today I can see a lot of young people. God is Asking the young people, why are you alive? And the boots are Why are you alive? Why are you alive? Have you thought about it? What is the main reason why you are alive today? God giving you the opportunity to be alive today. Because you see, you may not know, all over the world, hundreds of thousands of people have died. Yeah. Mm. They are not alive this morning. But why are you alive? Why are you alive? It's a very important question to you as a young person. Today God is speaking to the young people of the church. Thank God for what he has shown our father and our mother to do. But there must be a change in baton. There must be a change in baton. There must be a change in and God is putting the baton in the hands of the young people of this church. Everybody here who is 20 years, 25 years, 35 years, 40 years, 45 years, 18 years, God is changing your destiny today. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not born to be a doctor. You are not born to be an engineer. You are not born to be a businessman. No, 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 no. No. Hi. No. Hi. Yeah. 
Hai. One day, Lingotuba. One day, Lingotuba. One day, say one day, one day, one day. The presiding bishop, Bishop Dagwood Mills. The bishop of Mugwane, the bishop of Dagwood Mills. My father in ministry. He went to England. Boya England, and he sat in a taxi. To go to another part of the city. And in the taxi, he started conversing with the driver. driver. Who was a white man. So the bishop asked the driver. Do you believe in God? He said, I don't believe in God. Then he asked him, Do you believe in hell? He said, I don't believe in hell. Do you believe in heaven? He said, I don't believe in heaven. Then the driver, who you driver, the white man, asked Bishop Dad. Do you believe in God? Bishop said, I believe in God. Bishop then he asked Bishop, Do you believe in hell? He said, Yes, I believe in hell. Then he asked Bishop, Do you believe in heaven? Then Bishop said, I believe in heaven. Then the drivers asked, Do you believe that heaven is a nicer, more beautiful place? A place that people are blessed more than earth. And Bishop said, Yes, I believe. So the white man asked the question. Listen, the white man asked the question. He asked a question. He said, If you believe that heaven is a nicer place, it's a better place. Then why don't you kill yourself right now? And go to heaven. He asked the bishop. Why don't you kill yourself right now? And go to heaven. Now think about it. It's a, it's a legitimate question. It, it's a question that makes sense. Yes. Mm. How many of you believe that heaven is a better place? Let me see your hand. Than earth. So the question is that why don't you kill yourself and go to heaven? Why don't you kill yourself and go to heaven? And, and the bishop said he was struck by the question. But just before he could provide an answer, he arrived at his destination. And then he had to leave. But he had an answer. He had an answer. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Ephesians 2 verse 10. The reason why you cannot kill yourself the reason why I cannot kill myself the reason why none of us here can kill ourselves is because look at this Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 nobody here should ever forget the King James Version the Bible says that for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God had before ordained that we should walk in them 
ye mzimu aiba ya risa tuba hone ukichimbira kale na imishumu give me good news bible good, yeah good news very good okay Energy. put it there for we are God's masterpiece he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago give me the, the, the good news good news gnt god has made us what we are and, and in our union of Christ Jesus he has created us for a life of good deeds which he has already prepared for us Listen to me so the reason why you are alive is because before you were created and you were born God had some good works for you to do on earth before you die and go to heaven Every one of us here God has some good works for you to do so not until you have done those good works you cannot kill yourself and you cannot die and go to heaven Now watch this Listen carefully. If you are alive to do certain good works, then it means that if you don't do those good works, you will not be useful to God on earth. Now, There are so many good works that we can do. But what is the main good work that Jesus wants all of us to do? Hallelujah. Amen. Those good works are the, are, are the good works that Jesus Christ himself did when he came to the face of the earth. When Jesus came to the face of the earth, Christ, what did he do? Listen to me, everybody. If God decides to visit Luamundu tomorrow, 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 12 p.m., to spend 24 hours here in Luamundu, to help to solve our problems within 24 hours how many of you know that we have a lot of problems as human beings how many of you know let me see that we have a lot of problems so if god decided to visit us for 24 hours which which problems will he solve What will he do to solve our problems? I want to give you some suggestions. Maybe he would set up a big bank with a lot of money so that all our financial needs will be met. Because we all need money. How many of you need money? Lift up your yes. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we set up 
a very good hospital so that we can all go to hospital free and be treated of all our diseases. Amen. Amen. In South Africa, maybe he will put us all together so that there will not be blacks, there will not be colored, there will not be white, there will not be yellow, there will not be anybody. We will all be one big South African family. Maybe he would build a lot of universities so that all of our children who don't have admission to university will have university education. But brothers and sisters, more than 2,000 years ago, God became a man to solve our problems. More than 2,000 years ago, God became a man, came to the face of the earth to solve our problems. John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was of God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was nothing made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the, and the light shined into the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it. There was a man sent from God, his name was John. The same came to bear witness of the light. He himself was not the light. But he came to bear witness of the light that whosoever will believe will be saved. The world was made by him. But the world knew him not. He came unto his own. But his own rejected him. But as many as believed in him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. Not according to the bed by the flesh, nor by the will of man, but by the will of God. Then in John 1.14, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory even as the, the glory of the only begotten son of God full of grace and of, of truth so the word Jesus Christ became flesh and came to dwell amongst us to solve our problems. What was the thing that Jesus did to solve our problems? When Jesus Christ came for three years, he tried to solve our problems. My brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters, my 
brothers and sisters, they didn't build schools. They didn't build hospitals. He didn't set up banks. He didn't, he didn't try to unite us. He didn't dig boreholes to give all of us water. When God came to it, the method that he chose to help us was preaching, teaching, and healing of people. But ofunza adededza apoza but preaching teaching adededza and healing apoza Jesus preached yeso ofunza Jesus taught yeso odededza Jesus healed people yeso apoza listen abatecheleza the the good work that you were born to do the good work that you were born to do is no other work than the work that Jesus did which, which is preaching, teaching, healing and bringing people to the cross of Jesus Christ everybody here Everybody here. God expects you to preach. God expects you to heal. God expects you to preach the kingdom of God. The gospel. God expects each one of us to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. That is why you are alive. 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 Why are you alive? To preach the gospel. To teach people the gospel. To bring people to Christ. In the church today. In the church today. Many of us don't preach the gospel. Many of us don't talk to people about Jesus Christ. Evangelism has been thrown out of the church. Many of us just come to church and we sit down. To be fed the word of God. But you see. When a time comes that you must also rise up to teach others. So Paul said in Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. He said for when a time has come when you ought to be teachers, you still have need to be teach what be the first oracles of the principles of God. Paul was saying that, listen, the time has come for you also to rise up to teach others. Everybody here, we must preach the gospel. We have been called to teach people the gospel. We have been called to bring people to the cross of Jesus Christ. That is why you are alive. That is why you are alive. And not until you have done that. You cannot kill yourself and go to heaven. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Listen. Many people are called. Let me tell you five things about the call of God. Number one. Many people are called. Amen. Amen. Now, what does many are called? What does it mean? When the Bible says many 
are called. What does it mean? Many are called. What does it mean? It means large numbers of people are called. Large numbers of people are called. It means the masses are called. It means numerous people are called. It means countless people are called. It means lots of people are called. It means the majority of the people are called. The majority of the people are called. Listen to me. Calvary Christian Church. Calvary Christian Church. If you are here, God is speaking to you. Not only a few people are called. Not only the apostle and Mama Foy are called. And a few pastors are called. But the majority of you. The majority of you. The majority of you. Are called. All those of you on this session. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. But whatever you have in but whatever you have stand to your feet. Arim. Look at me. It's a day. Stand to your feet. Iman. When God looks from heaven, at all of you on this session, He says, the majority of you here are called. What does it mean, the majority? Come for him, my sister. Come. 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 Those of you, come. It means that of all the people in this session, probably only as few as this who are not called. All the rest are called. Yes. Yes. When God looks at this session, when God looks at this session, majority are called. That is the mind that we must have in the church. Many are called. Not only the apostle. Not only the few pastors. Let me ask you a question. If you were God and you had more than 7 billion people to save, you had more than 7 billion to save, will you send only 10 people? God is asking Thank you. I want to hear your answer. Will you send only 10 people? I can't hear your answer. Will you send only 10 people? I, I want to hear the answer from the church. Will you send only 10 people? No. Hi. No. Hi. It's not possible. For this world to be saved, God needs millions and millions and millions of Christians to rise up to work for him. For covering Christian church to fulfill its vision of planting churches, sending missionaries, sending people all over South Africa, sending people all over the world. Hey, it, can, it cannot be a few pastors here. God is calling more people. 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 
Yes. Yes. You have been fed in the church enough. You have received enough teaching. You have received enough teaching. Apostle has written books. More teaching. We have had programs. More teaching. More food. Guest speakers have come here. Now listen, church, I'm speaking to you by the Spirit of God in the next five years. In the next five years, everybody who is here, who is 45 years and below, stand to your feet. 45 years and below. Stand to your feet. Yes. Yes. Between 20 to 45. Stand to your feet. Now listen. Listen. In the next five years, most of you here should not be sitting in this church. Most of you here should not be sitting in this church. No. You should be found on the missionary fields. You should be found planting churches. You should become pastors of Calvary Christian Church all over. South Africa. 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 Europe. You go forever. God is sending you. God is sending you. Many are called. Many are called. The majority of the people are called. Most of the people are called. A large number of you are called. Numerous numbers of you are called. You cannot continue to be here. You have received enough. Yes. 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 Somewhere in the late nineties. Something terrible happened in our church. The presiding bishop bishop Heward Mills sent some people to start branches. But at a point, he slowed down. Because some of the people were precious. Can you imagine apostles sending grace away? Can you imagine apostles sending some of the people who sing in the choir 
Can you imagine apostles sending some of the wonderful sisters, wonderful brothers away? It can be painful. So he slowed down. Then something started happening. Something started happening. Pastors began to die in our church. In a short space of a couple of years. A 26 year old pastor died. A 36 year old pastor died. A 40 something year old pastor died. A pastor was a professor. He died. It was very strange. People were dying. And presiding Bishop Dag. He went before the Lord. He said, Lord, why? Why? What is happening? And the Lord said, You are not sending my people. You are not sending my people. I give you the people to send them. But you think that they are precious to you. So you have kept them. Let my people go. Send them to go. Send them to go. Apostle, nobody here can be so precious. Not for you to send. You know why? For God's souls, God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave his only begotten son. Think about it. God had only one son. God had only one son. God had only one son. And because he loved, he gave up his son. If we love sinners, if we love the lost, listen to me. Millions of people are going to hell. Millions of people are going to hell. Millions of people in Satan are going to hell. They are drinking. drinking. Young people are using drugs. HIV is killing a lot of young people. And we are sitting in church. We have crossed our leg. We are singing a little song. We are happy for ourselves. Watch it. Calvary Christian Church. Calvary Christian Church. God is speaking to you. We have come to a junction. Not that pay. We have come to a junction. Not that pay to And God is saying, Send the people. Send the people. To the dying. Come to my foul. Let them preach. Let them teach. Let them set up churches. All over. If we do what the Lord is saying, in the next five years, this church, this church, in the next five years, can easily have between 50 to 100 branches. Hallelujah. Amen. Sit down. Amen. Amen. I'm talking to you about five things you must know about the call of God. Number one, many called. Now listen to me. So how many, how many of you understand now that it is more probable that you are called 
done. You are not called. Lift up your Lift up your hand. You understand that it is more likely that God has called you than not that he has not called you. Yes. Yes. Amen. If you take every 20 people in this church, if you count 20, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 20, maybe, maybe only two are not called. Majority are 18. Are called. Yes. Yes. And listen to me. Listen to me. Amen. Be careful. Be careful. When God calls you and you refuse it, there will be no hope for your life. Yes. Yeah. There will be no hope for your life. Yes. Mm. There will be no hope. Yeah. Yes. Don't joke with the call of God. God is very serious. Yes. Yeah. God is very serious. Now listen. In Africa, but Africa, we don't joke with our fathers and mothers. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, when your father says come, <laughs> you have to go. In Africa, Africa, you have to go. When your mother calls you, come. Hey, you have to come. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Hey. I'm sure that at home. Papa and Dada, they don't call Pastor TJ Pastor TJ. No. It's TJ. But hey, come. Hey, TJ, come. And then go You can be Pastor TJ in the church. You are teaching. It shows the power and the authority of parents. If 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 you work for the president, President, president Jacob Zuma, president you are a minister. You work with him. And he says, Come! You can't say uh, my wife and myself we are on a holiday. The president is calling you, say you are holiday. Say you are holiday. Your job is on the line. How much God? 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 I went to medical school for seven years. I work in the biggest teaching hospital in our nation. By the grace of God, I was a good doctor. I was very dedicated to my patients. Then I set up a hospital. It was a big hospital. 
We could do most things there. 17 beds capacity. With a VIP ward. VIP ward. Had a, a laboratory that could do a lot of things. I had a surgical theater where we could do operations. I had an x-ray machine. We could just take our x-rays. I had an ambulance that could transfer our critically ill patients to the big hospital if it needed to. I had trained nurses. On trained nurses. I had doctors who were doing locum for me. I had over 40 corporate bodies that I was their doctor. Big companies. I was their doctor. All their workers used to come to me. I was very rich. I was very rich. Yeah. I used to order cars from America. Yeah. Mm. Big cars. And all that time, I was also pastoring on the side. Then the Lord said, It's okay. From now, no more hospital. No more doctor. Nothing. And now, I need you. Full time. It took me three years to know what to do with the hospital. I will go to my father in ministry, Bishop Dag, and we will discuss. What should we do with the hospital? What should we do? It took me three years. I did professional valuation of the hospital. And it cost a lot of money. I brought doctors there. They couldn't buy it. Then I thought of the possibility of going into partnership with somebody. So the person will run it, then I'll go and do full-time ministry. But I realized that it was not a good idea. Because in Ghana, if you are an owner of a hospital, even if you are not there and something bad happens, you and a lot of doctors who are in private practice can do a lot of bad things. So I realized that I couldn't put somebody there and go. I will not have peace. So one day, the Lord spoke to me. I just woke up, went to a doctor of a little a private clinic. And I said, 
other hospital come and have a look at it do you like it what you he was amazed compared to what he had this was huge we negotiated and I said, give me something. And have it. Give me something. And have it. And that's how I left. That's how I left. You see, one day, Bishop Dark told me. And that was the advice that helped me to, to go away. He said, I think you should dash your hospital. I think you should dash your hospital. And, and, and literally that's what happened. I said, have it. If I want the, the real cost, I can't get it. So just give me something. Pastor TJ taught us. He said, what you have enough, God doesn't need it. God is asking for what you need. God is asking you for something that you need. Put down your business. Put down your education. Put it down. Jesus said to Peter, What are you doing? He said, We are fishing. He said, Leave it. Follow me. And I'll make you fish something. He said to James and John, What are you doing? We are supporting our father's business. Leave it. Leave it. Come and follow me. I'll make you fish something. He saw Matthew. What are you doing? I'm a customs officer. I'm working. Leave it. Follow me. Today the Lord is telling a lot of people here. God is telling a lot of people here. A lot of young people. A lot of young people. God is speaking to you. Leave it. Come and follow me. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Number three. Number three. Oh, Chabagao. There's a call to fruitfulness. God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you to be fruitful. As a young person. The only way you can be fruitful is by working for God. Our daddy and our mommy, they have been fruitful. God has used them for all these years. They are born fruit. That is why you are here. Because Everybody here, you are a fruit of their labor. Everybody here, you are the fruit of their labor. You are the fruit of their sacrifice. You are the fruit of their sufferings. They had to give up something. I hear that Papa was a teacher. The teacher. They have to sacrifice it. They have to sacrifice it. 
So you two must bear fruit. Listen. Listen. Will it cost you something? It will cost you something. Elijah. Elijah. Eh? Elijah. 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 Come, come. Elisa he called him Elisha. Abidzel Elisha. Then the Bible says he threw his mantle. Ofi aposangubo yawe kai. He threw his mantle. Aposangubo yawe kai. He threw his mantle. Aposangubo yawe kai. Then Elijah said, "Elisha, what have I done to you? No, it's a mini kai. What have I done to you? No, it's a mini kai. What have I done to you? It's a mini kai. I brought you something that will cost you. No, this is a chinese chinese chado durega. No, this is a chinese chado durega. To cost you." It will cost you your life. Don't do it. Don't do it. It will cost you your life. It will cost the life of Jesus Christ. Yes. It was not easy. They took him. The son of God. It was a contradiction of sinners. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12. From verse 1. Therefore. Seeing that we also are encompassed by such a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher. Of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him. And despise the shame. And is set at the right hand of God Almighty. For consider him. Who endured. Such a contradiction of sinners. Against himself. You'll be wearied. No. And be faint in your mind. Contradiction of sinners. Contradiction of sinners. How many parents here? How many parents here? Who allow your child to slap you, to kick you, to insult you, to punch you? How many parents? But Jesus created us. My God. He created us. He created us. But we took him. We beat him. We spat on him. We knocked him. To a cross. He suffered. So that you and I. Today. We'll be saved. And sit under this great man of God. And you say that. You don't want to pay the price. You have 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 to pay the price. God is calling you. Pay the price. Some of you must go to Bible school. Yeah. 
go to Bible school. And by the way, by the way, on behalf of Bishop Doug, Apostle, I have good news for you. I'm, I'm giving full scholarship for people from your church to come to Ghana for Bible school. For us to train them free for you. Free of charge. Scholarship. Scholarship. And he knows the school. He knows it. That, that, that. Look. You have not seen such a school in South Africa before. South Africa. Yes. 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 Mm. Now the, the scholarship will cover free tuition. Scholarship cover on the average we spend something like ten thousand US dollars on a student. We are giving it to you free. Free tuition. Free accommodation. We have nice rooms. Free use of computer facilities. Do you understand it? Free basic medical care. What must you do? Money for your own upkeep. That's all. You must buy your own food. If you are a lady, your own toiletries. Your own soap. Uh, toothpaste. Things like that. That, that one, the school, we don't care for. And then also your yearly immigration. That, that, is, that is your cost. Yes. Yes. We have, we have people coming from all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. We have people who have finished their school. They are planting churches in India. In Papua New Guinea. Yes. yes. In Solomon Islands. In the Caribbean. In Nigeria. Kenya. Zimbabwe. So many places. Yeah. Yes. If you don't want to come to Ghana, the apostle has a Bible school. Go there. God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you to be fruitful. When you have a lot of money in business, you are not fruitful to God. In a secular job, you are not fruitful to God. Always remember why you are alive. To do the works that God wants you to do. To preach. To teach. To spread the gospel. To become a pastor. To become a pastor. To become a missionary. Yes. I have an announcement to make to you. The best job in the world. The greatest profession in the world. It's not a doctor. It's not a doctor. It's not a doctor. Yeah. Yes. It's not a lawyer. And I can tell you because I'm a doctor. And I'm not a quack doctor. You know who a quack doctor is? People who pretend that they are doctors. Yeah. And then they treat people by the side. 
Eh baso baso koita baba bara pa batu ngamatungo sasakobya zabonala sasadibiwa I train seven years Hey nendo jana chikobo mingwaya sumbe have certificate ndinacho certificate nanzo bambiri I can practice anywhere in the world ndingaya ndaita budokotera humwe na humwe shangoni lotel no ndara so the best profession Eh so aswa ne mushimo wa ntesa the best profession is not to be an engineer mushimo wa ntesa aswa engineer It's not even to be the president of South Africa. Asuba president wa South Africa or the president of USA. Kana president wa USA. The best job. Mushumu mubanesa to be a pastor. Ndoba mufunze. Ndoba mufunze. To be a pastor. Ndoba mufunze. Do you know why? But the work ni kanje. That is the work that Jesus did. Ndiwone mushumu Yesu awita. He said I am the good pastor. Arindine mufunze wabode. That word shepherd also means pastor. Helia ipilogi mulisa lidola mbogi mufunzi. Brother, mratu. Lift up your hands. Imisaizwa. Stand behind him. Quickly. Asha, asha. Lift up your hands. Imisaizwa. Father, anoint him to preach. Thank you Jesus. Receive the grace. Amen. To preach in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said in John 15:16 Put it on the listen. John 15:16. He said, "You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. You should go and bring forth fruit. And your fruit should remain." John chapter 15 and verse 8. John 15 verse 8 Look at me everybody How many of you want to bring honor to Jesus How many of you want to bring honor to Jesus How many of them want to honor Jesus How many of you want to honor Jesus Eh eh Do you know how to honor Jesus? What must you do to honor Jesus? Be a doctor? No. Be an architect? No. Play football? No. Sit in the church? No. Not even being a chorister. Not even being part of the MCC choir. The MCC choir is not a calling. You are doing a service in the church. But I'm talking about a call. A call. How do we bring honor to Jesus? Jesus said himself. How to honor the Father. John chapter 15 and verse 8. John chapter 15 and verse 8. John John chapter 15 and verse 8. Dioran 15 verse 8. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so shall ye be my disciples. Kotianga ba huriswanga ribeiwe niko niko disa michero minji ori kotianga ba huriswe. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I didn't realize that The time I gave myself for the first session is over. Tongo zvivo ano richipinga chinachenda vecha chisasheni otoma chopera. How many of you are going to serve the Lord? Ndivanganda vanokoshumela murena. As I finish with this session. Ndichikopetsa hei session. Let me answer a question in your mind. Kandipendurembudzere mumurenwavo. 
Bishop, Bishop, if I look at my life, I am not called. God cannot use me. How many of you feel like that? You feel that God cannot use you. When you look at your life. But I want you to be encouraged. God can use you. Amen. Amen. God uses failures. People who have failed in life before. In examinations. In business. In marriage. God can use you. The first time, the first time Moses tried to become a leader, he failed. God uses bad people. If you have been bad before, or you are still so bad, God can still use you. I told you that God used three murderers to write the Bible. Murderer number one, Moses. Murderer number two, David. Murderer number three, Paul. If you are a lady here, and you feel that you have messed up your life. God can see you. If you come from a poor family, God can use you. Gideon came from a poor family. God used him. First King chapter 6, 13 to 15. God used him. If, if you can't speak, God can use you. Moses told God, when God called Moses, said, I can't speak, but God used him. If you, are, you don't have any education, God can use you. Peter didn't have an education. Peter was a fisherman. Luke was a doctor. Peter was a fisherman. No matter who you are, God can use you. There is a call for fruitfulness. This afternoon, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. And I want people here, especially young people, to say to the Lord, if you can use anything, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. You can use me. Look into the Bible. Look at the people that God used. From kings to ordinary people. You can use you. Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet. We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegon, opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Our service times are early rain service, 6.30 to 8.15 a.m., 
Love and Hope Service Local Languages Services from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Love and Faith Service from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church is also at 9.30 a.m. to 12 noon. Be part of our midweek impartation service this and every Tuesday from 6.15 to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For further prayer and counseling and further inquiry, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you. To glorify.